everybody, and welcome to episode 45 of the Resilient Leaders Podcast. Do you know it by now? Yes? Well, say it with me. Where resilience and leadership is not simply a good idea, it's required. This is your host, J.R. Briggs. And if you're just joining us, we're glad that you're here, where we're talking about how to grow in our resiliency in this new reality. Now, there are a wide variety of leaders out there. There's no one-size-fits-all for leadership, and I'm very grateful for that. But many of the leaders that I know and many of the leaders that I look up to, I know uh, that they invest in planning. Maybe you have a day planner. Maybe you have a focus journal. Maybe you set quarterly goals with your company and do company offsites with your organization to plan out what the future is going to be. Or you lay out goals for your nonprofit or your church. Goals and goal setting and planning can be good and fruitful. And I do that. But we have to make sure that we don't confuse our plans with our preparation. We have to make sure that we do not confuse our plans with our preparation. They are not the same thing. Plans can be clarifying and can focus our attention and the attention of our people. Plans can inspire others. Plans can help bring clarity. But plans are great until the plans no longer work. You see, for many of us, we had plans in 2020. We know this. And so many things in 2020 weren't on anybody's bingo card. In the promo trailer for this podcast, before we even got to episode one, I quoted Mike Tyson, who delivered the greatest sports quote of all time, who said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. I absolutely love that quote. I mean, we can all agree that 2020, we've been punched in the face multiple times. And as leaders and as human beings, unfortunately, we have a tendency to overemphasize plans and thus in the process, we underemphasize preparation. This is why I live by the mantra, preparation is more important than planning. Preparation is more important than planning. It's similar to the Boy Scout motto, always be prepared. I was a Boy Scout as a kid, and I remember that, being taught survival skills in the woods being taught what to do in this situation if that happened. Now, planning is having a fire escape route posted in the hallway of the hotel you're staying in. It's important, it's necessary, it's wise, and quite frankly, it's the law. But preparation is different than that. Preparation is thinking through, what would I do if the hall was on fire and the plan that told me to go down the stairs no longer applied? How would I escape a burning hotel? Should we have emergency escape routes posted in buildings? Of course. But the most resilient leaders that I know are people who are committed to thinking critically about what they might do in the calm so they would know what to do in the chaos. What they might do if that route was blocked or impassable that was posted on the wall of their hotel. And they think through it long before it ever happens. And resilient leaders are committed to helping others think this way as well. Now, some have called this anticipatory leadership. This is not leading out of fear. This is out of anticipation, where we ask, if this happens, what if we would try this instead? If this situation occurred, what would be our next move? If our key employee left, who would fill her place? And would that person be ready? And if not, what can I be doing now to train, invest in, equip, and de develop her for this new role? 
if that key initiative in our organization had to be shut down, how would we continue to live out our mission and our vision? You see, imagine if we taught critical thinking in school like we teach the Boy Scouts. Resilient leaders possess anticipatory leadership. They think one or two steps ahead, like chess. Now, admittedly, I don't really know how to play chess. I've watched people play chess. My son plays chess with his grandfather. But the little that I do know about it, I think like chess all the time. In the short term, yes, it is definitely more time, energy, and effort to think this way. But in the long term, when you think with anticipatory leadership, when you care more about preparation than planning, it's actually less time for you in the long run. The old Stephen Covey adage applies, think with the end in mind. But there are many different ways that we can get to the end. Now, let me be clear. This is not to be pursued because we're anxious or afraid. This is not fear-based leadership. This is not out of fear, but instead it's out of wisdom and strategic thinking. If you take a little bit of time on the front end, it will help you tremendously on the back end. The leaders that I respect the most, I find, are those that prepare. Doesn't mean that they're unwilling to be caught off guard from time to time. It doesn't mean that they aren't willing to improvise, but it means that they are prepared. Now, let me offer to you a few thinking prompts for your preparation. Many are in the form of questions. By the way, I find the best time to be preparing and thinking ahead on these options to cultivate a life of preparation more than planning is when I'm out for a run, when I'm in the shower, or when I'm driving in the car. Now, here are some thinking prompts for your own preparation. The first is a two-by-two matrix, and it simply is this. Four questions, two-by-two. What's the best potential outcome if we did something? What's the worst potential outcome? if we did something? What's the best potential outcome if we did not do something? And what's the worst potential outcome if we did not do something? These are really important. And the other one is, what are all of the options, even if they sound crazy? Those options that at first sound crazy later on actually aren't so crazy sometimes. So what are my options, even if they sound crazy? Here's another question. What information am I lacking that if I had it, it would help me make more confident decisions? And then follow-ups to that would be, where might I go to get that information? Where could I learn it? Or who do I know who has that information? And when and how can I learn from them? Another question would be, what is currently in my control and what is not in my control? I do this a lot. I take a sheet of paper. I draw a line straight down the middle. On the left side, what's in my control. On the right side, what's not in my control. And here's what I find. I find oftentimes that I waste so much time and energy focusing on the things that I can't control that then I become so tired, I no longer have time to invest in the things that are in my control. The things that aren't in my control, I release them as a form of trust. I trust them to God. And then the things that are in my control, I see as a form of stewardship. How can I steward what has been entrusted to me? So one is about trust. The other is about entrustment. And that's really important. What's in your control and what's not in your control. Literally, go to the whiteboard, go to a piece of paper or a napkin and just jot out, just draw a line straight down the middle and think through those two things. Another is just simply asking yourself this question, how could I be better prepared for this situation? What's in my power to put me in the most prepared position possible. And because leaders are always looking out for others, looking to invest in others, the arrows are pointing out 
So resilient leaders also ask a follow-up question. How can I help others be better prepared for this situation? Again, let me be clear about something else. Being prepared doesn't mean packing for a trip with three times more than you need. Being overprepared can actually be a liability and can cause great inefficiency and immense amounts of frustration for you and the people you work with. In fact, I'm a big fan of minimalist travel. I pack lightly. I only do carry-on when I travel. I hardly ever check a, ba- check a bag. I even do carry-on when I travel internationally. But do you know why I pack lightly? So I can be better prepared. I've found that travel plans, especially with the airlines, can change. And so much is out of our control when we're in an airport and there's a delay or a canceled flight. But I've found that I can be more prepared and have more options when I carry on my luggage. For example, I've been in airports before when I have a four-hour layover somewhere. I check the departure monitor and I notice that my airline has an earlier flight home to Philadelphia. And I go to that gate and I ask the gate agent if there's any additional seats of which I can get home earlier. And they ask, do you have any check bags, Mr. Briggs? With a smile, I say, nope, I just have my carry-on. And I get onto the flight home earlier almost every single time. I love being a resilient traveler. Now, This is just one small and maybe even trivial example, but think about your current leadership context. Where could you care more about preparation in your industry, your sector, your people, your mission, your organization, your nonprofit, your church, or your cause? What effort would you have to invest in order for you to be more prepared? If your organization were thrown a curveball, how prepared do you believe that you would be right now? And then how could you raise the bar of preparation? When your plans get jettisoned, now what? What will you do next? Instead of thinking about it when it happens, why not start thinking about it now? So when it happens, and yes, your plans at some point will fall apart, you will have already thought through what you are to do next because preparation is more important than planning. And resilient leaders are committed to preparation even more than to a plan. Well, thank you for joining me today. I've helped many listeners to this podcast with coaching, in-person training events, online team Zoom training sessions, and more. And if I can partner with you and your leadership or your leadership team online or in person to help you navigate the new reality, let's talk. I'd love to invest, equip, and partner with you in these days ahead. Now, this podcast is produced by the proficient Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Visit onalimproductions.com for all of your video and podcast needs. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and hungry. Keep leaning in and learning. And remember, preparation is more important than planning.